This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to What the Hops. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Woo! That's like one time you tried to make us record a commercial. I was trying to... Yo, that commercial actually exists, and people play it. No, that's terrifying. Yes. I don't so, know what, what No, what no. the fuck... Woo! I don't know. It's like someone shut the finger up your ass, and you weren't expecting it. I wanted people to be excited about this episode, I guess. What I don't the know. Hops. I don't know. Like... Yeah, no, it's Brian, Eric, and Savannah here. Hey. And uh, we're drinking the Flamingo Vision from Big Ditch Brewing Company. It is a 5.4 ABV, basically a strawberry lemonade with alcohol in it. Yeah, it's going to be, I'm taking Tums before I go to sleep tonight. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we're here to talk about some beer. And uh, Jimmy World. So, yeah, no, I mean, what's going on in the beer world? Beer world right now, I guess. Um, I don't know. We're we're in that time where everything's switched already to winter beers, and you get a lot of stouts and everything else. Um, as the as this episodes being released you're probably season you're getting ready for like stouts giving and all that kind of stuff so you're 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 in the thick of some barrel aged beers so you're not drinking these uh strawberry lemonades yeah yeah you're you're definitely not looking at this but that's okay because we're still gonna fucking drink them because we have them in our fridges and we're just like you know what fuck it you're going to listen to what the well, fuck we want to drink. This isn't too old. It's what, three weeks? Two, uh, 10, 24. Yeah. So three weeks old. But yeah, so Jimmy World's from Arizona, which probably loves beers like this, I would think. <laughs> I would drink. Fair. I would drink, a, I would drink a beer like this in Arizona. Like, I can't, think of, I can't think of a burgery out of Arizona off the top of my head. Arizona Wilderness. Wilderness. Oh, wow. Those are our boys. I was going to say, you guys love them. <laughs> um, I can't think of a band out of Arizona, though. I can. What? Job for a Cowboy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're from Arizona. Like, seriously, though. Like, oh, okay, so so you got two bands. Like, what what music has come out of Arizona? That's like, that's like I mean, like... The, the Gin only- Blossoms. Okay. From Arizona. Okay. Yep, Glendale. Fucking. Oh. Well, I'm fucking over the job for a couple. The Maine. The Maine's from Arizona. Okay. I'm too old for that shit. Like, a lot of, of other things I'm skipping over because I've never heard of them. I think of I think of like Arizona, like like people being like, oh, what bands came from Nevada, and like I only think of like the Killers and. Um, Dude, Soulfly's linked to fucking to Arizona. What about Gate Creeper? You know Gate Creeper? Apparently they're a American death metal band. 
Yeah. I don't Bless know the them. fall, but I think they have Canadian roots too. Yeah, I'm gonna go job for a cowboy. <sighs> okay, okay. So Jim, Jimmy Jim Blossom's a pretty big band. Jimmy World is probably the biggest band out of Arizona then. The Word Alive kind of has like minor, more modern day stuff. Like you're you're going between Jimmy Eat World and Jim Blossoms, and I think, I think Jimmy Eat World has. Oh wait, no, no, there's more. Alice Cooper, Stevie Nicks, Linda Ronston. Okay. Chester Bennington, if you're taking him as a solo person, no, but nobody really does. Yeah. Okay, so I guess Alex, Alice. Michelle Cooper. Branch. Oh shit! Touch the spot with me. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. We're old. You just got bumped. Yeah, because you're everywhere to me, fucking Michelle. Oh, the format. The format was. Uh... Nah, Michelle Branch still takes place over that. Oh, Gate Creeper. Yeah, nah, fuck Wh- that shit. Wayne, New- Wayne Newton. <laughs> Wayne Newton, who you would think is from Vegas. Not. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, so Vegas is like the killers and curl up and die. And uh, Ooh, Brett Michaels. That metal band. What that new metal band? Uh, five Finger Five Finger Death Punch. Mm. They're from Vegas. Oh, someone else is from Vegas, dude. Scary kids, scaring kids. Is that band still together? No, the guy died. I didn't think they were together anymore. Yeah, the lead singer, I think, died. That sucks. Uh, So that's pretty much, yeah. Then it gets into some pretty strayed stuff. But, I mean, Stevie Nicks is a big fucking deal. As well as Ellis Cooper. And Michelle Branch. Not that those three people should ever be grouped and put into a room together, but... Why not? Because <laughs> Alice, Alice Cooper would eat Michelle Branch, and then... No, Alice Cooper's actually a pretty chill dude. Yeah, he's like a fucking normal dude. He just... Yeah. He was all, like... All for, like, the scenery. He's just some dude that probably grew up, like, in Rocky Horror Picture Show kind of shit and just turned out... Oh, he grew up before that. Yeah, I know it was before that, but, I mean, that's what I'm just throwing it at. Yeah. Yeah. No, like... Yeah, that would be an interesting room, actually. <laughs> Alice Cooper, Stevie Nicks, and Michelle Branch. But, yeah, te- so, technically, Jimmy World started in, like, 1994. Damn. Which is pretty weird i mean yeah. when was the first time you guys heard jimmy world lucky denver mint on 103 through the edge really Def- definitely no. high school so i mean for me i'm going to suit like what year did bleed american come out oh one i feel like a one okay because they changed it to self-title they changed bleed american to self-title then back to bleed american after because, the- so, because of 9-11 yeah. so i mean i remember watching jimmy Eat world the middle music video which was pretty well it was everywhere because it was on trl so yeah like, that was a big the middle, deal the middle was in uh what was it orange county was a movie with jack black yeah so, but what really made that song for most people and what they remember is that music video, which was a bunch of yeah, half naked yeah, people yeah. dancing in Lucky a room Denver together. Lucky Denverman came out in '98, so yeah, Clarity, Clarity came out in like '98. Yeah, this is this is like my shaping years for like into pop punk because like that it wasn't just Offspring and Green Day anymore. It was like I got in a blink in '97 too. And that's kind of like what started really mm-hmm. shaping like that and Real Big Fish and then Less Than Jake and all that shit like that followed with bands along those lines. Yeah, I didn't really know who Jimmy at World were until about like 99, 2000. 
If I did, I like my my memory like is of Bleed American. Oh yeah, no Bleed American like that's what set Jimmy Eight World. Yeah, absolutely, as- absolutely. My but just it's weird though because my first memory is Lucky Denver Mint with them, which I still think is one of the best songs they ever wrote. I almost went to the Denver Mint. They're closed on Mondays. Why? Or no, they were closed on the Monday I was there because of Veterans Day. I uh, I went to a one in like Virginia City or Carson City in in Nevada. When I ended up in fucking Reno for two years <laughs> on my dad's <laughs> business trips. Yeah. No. Like it. That's the thing. Like Bleed American slash self titled. That album technically it was the first their, like five or six songs that were just bangers. That's technically right. their their fourth full length. You have the middle. You have sweetness. Sweetness. Bleed you American. Have Bleed American. You have a praise chorus. Yep. Underrated track. You have. The thing, the thing is, they hit a sweet spot with that album because that was during the time. So, like I mentioned to your album, like that was during a time where things like Blink One Eighty Two and like. Oh, Clarity came out in ninety nine, so it had to be somewhere around there. Just clarify that. Yeah. No but, pun intended. <laughs> but like, they hit a sweet spot when pop punk was not just for people that were into punk music. No, it was it the was, Abercrombie generation that, right. that came over. Saw the fucking stupid assholes at your school dances with their advisors on upside down and backwards. <laughs> well, Thought it was cool to listen to this shit because... But that's right. why like, people watching the OC and stuff, man. Yeah, Let's but these say, are the same kids who are like, DMX, man, and like, whatever random... Oh, f- oh. Yeah, like, yo, do you like... Uh, who's the guy with the, who the fucking... Um, the butterfly song. Crazy oh, town. crazy, crazy town. Like, that's what the fucking assholes were like. And they're like, take your stupid shell necklace and go fuck right off somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. But I mean, it was at the same time, you had Blink-182 really rise. You had bands like Sum 41. And you had bands like, um, like that kind of, that genre of pop punk that was like, they'd be number one on like record release like Colin shows oh, yeah, like the dude. number like, one was... you know it was a very different that, and that's why and that's why that they music. changed the name of that album like because if they weren't as popular as they were they probably would have just kept it as Weed American there's a fucking band that has their their CDs called it and their first song is called American Terrorist I'm like that's gonna get you fucking flagged yeah. <laughs> like why would you say such a goddamn thing why would you do this I don't give a fuck what you're writing about I'm like you just look like what year did American Idiot come out by Green Day Cause early that, 2000s because that was like a very well, controversial that was also written because, because of, of George, George Bush, Bush yeah. right which but it pays it pays to you know push the envelope because I mean you talk about that album that album was very controversial but they probably made more album sales because of it you have people like Eminem at the same time who were also like right around that period writing a lot about 9-11 writing about um, terrorists writing about all the things that Eminem does. and But he sold a shit ton of records. Way more than people are selling now. So, yeah, I mean, but Futures came out after after Boyd American in 2004. And that really kind of solidified, like, Jimmy World's, like, place in modern American rock, I yeah. guess, though. So. 
you know, like, because it wasn't even like pop punk or anything else. Like, they were just like, okay, now at that point, they're here because, right. like, the kids just ate futures up, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like futures. I mean, like work, pain, pain was pain's a yeah, great work, song. Yeah, work and pain. Like even Those are the two fu- even futures too, me. though. Like I mean, futures was a great song. Um, I mean, for me personally, like the world you love and Night Drive off of that album. Night were, Drive's great. Were like two of like the best songs on that album. But like it's it's just funny, like because like the one thing I always think about when I think of futures is I think of a conversation I had with one of our friends' girlfriends at the time. And she was trying to explain to me how futures was more important to Jimmy Eat World and more emotional than clarity. And I just fucking went off on this girl, man. <laughs> I have a but say, how I have... old was she too? Like, cause her... she, I mean, she was like literally like two years younger than me. She went off just being like, "Oh well, futures." There's so much emotion in this album, man. Like, you have to respect the fact that this band can do this. And I'm like, dude, did you not listen to Clarity at all? Like, of course this band knows how to fucking do it, man. It's funny because, like, so Jimmy World is also one of those bands where it's like, we'll look at it being like, oh shit, they're still together, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're playing a show here in next month. month. With the next month. Yeah. And that's that's kind of why I actually threw them out there as one of the bands. And ironically, though, they played the same show that they're probably going to play. A year ago with maybe two or three new songs thrown in. They don't have to. That's they don't thing. have to at all. They're one of those bands that they're, like you mentioned, Gin Blossoms. They could do literally what the Gin Blossoms do. They don't even have to fucking make new music. Right. They could just tour off their fucking catalog and be like, we're playing this set this time. We're playing these. Right. And throw, in three, uh, throw five songs off of um, self-titled and boom. Right. People go to the bathroom during new this, songs. But this that's is what but this co- is a band that's like your fucking aunts today. and uncles would go to. Like this yeah. is like what that is. Like, like, oh, I know them. Like these dudes got to be in their mid to late forties at this point, Dude, right? They've released yeah. eight albums in twenty years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're still dropping shit. They literally just dropped an album this year, where I have a lot of friends talking about it as. It's a pretty legit album. And I've listened to a song or two, and, and it's good. If you guys listen to our episode on Christmas music, you know Eric and I are huge into Christmas Which, music. Which, hold up for this. Fuck Alexa today because it doesn't know the Better Light for Blue Eyes Christmas fucking <laughs> song. And I was oh, yelling at this great... as we're decorating the tree today. I'm fu- I was ready to punch Alexa. That is a that is a great Christmas song. I agree with that. What's your favorite Christmas song of all time? Not fucking Elvis. Elvis no. can go fuck himself. I forgot. All right. Well, put that shit on a T for me. Yeah, you. I, I, I you forgot. set yourself up for that. I did. Set my, I, I wasn't. I wasn't aiming for you to say Elvis. I just. So this song, how do you, how long can, how much can you play without getting sued? 
I'll, I'll end up listening. cutting. I'll Nobody's end up cutting to our through podcast. this. That's fine. Yeah, I'm over this beer. Yeah. But this song is Criminal Energy off of the latest album, Surviving. And I mean, I don't know. Like it's, it's got the Jimmy Eat World feel to it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But that's what they're gonna do. You know. Like, it's just what that's just what Jimmy Eat World is, man. It's. I can jam to that. Jimmy Eat World could have showed up on the block nowadays, and fucking hipster kids still would have loved it. Oh, 100%. But when you go to Christmas music, though, their cover of Last Christmas. Top, top five Christmas songs. Easily. In my trip to Denver, I decided to bring back some uh, Great Divide. It's part of their Woodworks Barrel Series. It is a brown rye ale. It is number three in the Woodworks Series. Um, this beer is aged in 10-year rye whiskey barrels for 13 months. It's an imperial rye, imperial brown rye ale that was brewed with copious amounts of malt and flaked rye, accentuated spicy and bread notes, the complex malt bill paired with spirited characteristics from the aging process makes for a smooth full-bodied finish so yeah it's at 12.6 abv hey now it's only in a 12 ounce bottle but yeah no i went to great divide and i kind of wish i was still there I kind of wish I was there with you. This is really tasty, though. Smell fantastic. Smells rich before you even taste it. I mean, this is a very smooth brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian Brian loves his brown ales, and I normally... It doesn't taste like a 12.5% brown. No. You really, you really get that barrel-aged finish from it. But yeah, so Jimmy World has been releasing albums pretty regularly for the past, you know, 20 years. Yeah, 25 years. And 25 years, right? Yeah. I mean, they've established themselves as a leader in alternative rock. Yeah. They're yeah, all I mean, more alternative rock than anything. Like, started off as like kind of like an emo pop punk thing, but like they've become like an alt rock band through and through. Yeah, like you really can't fuck with Clarity as like one of your top emo bands, I guess, or emo albums, I should say. Like with songs like for me, this is heaven. Like, could a band like Jimmy World end up in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame someday? Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Like, what what dynamic changes? Because, do you think like Blink and Green Day should be in there someday? 
Did Green Day not get in yet? I don't know. But I'm just saying because they're... I feel like Green Day's in or... Like, The Cure just got in, and they were inducted by uh, Trent Reznor, right? Now, Nine Inch Nails aren't in yet. Which, I guess, makes sense because The Cure just got in. Now, Kraftwerk aren't in yet. Who? Kraftwerk. What the fuck is Kraftwerk? Kraftwerk basically started kind of like an industrial, started the industrial style yeah, music. This is dark Brian times. <laughs> but I mean, it's like you get bands like that, you know, it's like Rammstein. 2015 Green Day was inducted. But that's what I mean. So like Green Day's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay. Right? They should be though. Technically, yeah. Jimmy World is available to be inducted. Like, but so are bands like Offspring. You know, should the Offspring be in the rock? You talk about a band dropping a CD every other year. The Offspring's got like fucking twenty five albums since like eighty five. But this is but this is what you're going at. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, and it's not like a shitty band like fucking Nofex making up like songs about like puke and doing blow off a fucking like hooker's ass. Yeah, fuck Nofex. Yeah, really, fuck them. Like. But but it's just it's but that but that's where you go that like, I mean the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame really isn't like based upon good bands. It's based upon like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. No, it's not just at it. all. It's just it. <laughs> it's a bunch of like asshole music critics. It's like. It's like people that think things are good, but they just, they're also the same kind of group that can be closed minded to anything other than rock and roll. Like yeah. it's taken, took Run DMC how long to get in there? Like, should Wu Tang be in there? I mean, it, like you have rap artists and stuff, so yeah, Wu Tang should probably be. Like NWA, like Wu Tang, Dre. NWA like, is. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, these are things that were like. Yeah. Game changers for that. How often do you get a fucking crew of nine wild ass dudes in there just fucking? But, but that's the thing, though. What do you do? You really kind of regulate it to that kind of stuff, though. Like, and that's the thing. Like, they don't. They don't do that. You know. Like, there's no rhyme or reason who gets in. So, are you saying that Jimmy World can't like won't get in? Yeah, they might get in. I have no idea. How many more years left of the band do you think Jimmy World could put out there legitimately? Ten? Twelve? I mean... Yeah, I mean, they could probably still drop another... Probably drop three more CDs? Yeah. I could see that. Two, three. Maybe, maybe you cut it down from, like, a new album every two, three years to, like three four years you know for them it just gets it pre musician though it just depends on like how what's getting stale you don't need to see them like continuously releasing new music though does Lincoln Park get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame I'm gonna say yes and not even it's it's like a biased thing I'm not a big Lincoln Park fan but I could see them getting in over something like Jimmy Eat World and Jimmy World keeps making good rock and rolls. Like, yeah, I think Lincoln rock and roll. Lincoln Park is not in it. They are eligible in twenty twenty five. The fuck makes them eligible? Like, what do you have to do? Um, it's a difference of 
time. You have to have so many your years. First, your and first like the, release. Yeah. So, like, their first release came out in, like, 2000. So, I think it's, like, 15 years or 25 years from your first release. Which would make Jimmy uh, World. Yeah, 25 years after the release of the first record. Which would make Jimmy World available this no. year, technically. Yeah. And only five people get inducted a year. Yeah. Based on votes. Well, we all know the music crowd's a bunch of fucking assholes, so. I could see I could see Jimmy World making some waves. I just can't see them actually like making the Hall of Fame. I agree. By just throwing it out there. I mean, they're one of those bands where you're going to get people being like, they should be in there. And you're right. Maybe they should. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm also Chris. And together we do a comedy podcast called Cooking with Grief. Each week we dive into four surprising facts about anything from science to history to the weird world we live in, making jokes about all of it as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also find us on Twitter at Cooking with Grief. No G on cooking. Glitter, apparently, is so unique that it can be effectively used as forensic evidence. The Bank of England's chief economist has urged to start using people's Spotify playlist as a way of measuring the economy. In China, Avengers has been translated as Fulian, or Women's Federation. Not only did the Russians capture the uh, Crimean Peninsula, they also captured some Ukrainian military dolphins. In Pinocchio, in the film becomes a real boy. In the original, it ends with a cat and a fox hanging him from a tree. Just... Scientists have wiped a snail's memory. <laughs> and Slytherin's going, can we have an extensive <laughs> series of tunnels sort of wide enough to fit a giant people-killing snake? Where do you fall on the, uh, on the scone-scone debate? Scone, obviously. Oh, I go scone. So, what have you got to lose? Give us a try. Nothing to lose but your sweet, precious time. Yeah, that's true. So, we're going to... Uh, we're going to jump into a beer that we got from our friend uh, Albie, former guest Woo! of the podcast. Um, this is from Tripping Animals. Um, Thanks, Albie. Albie does listen, I think, sometimes. Maybe not every episode, but... <laughs> <laughs> this is from Tripping Animals uh, Brewing Company or whatever they are. Down in... Brewing, yeah, Tripping Animals Brewing Co. Down in Miami, Miami. or... Doral, Florida, as what it would probably be. Um, this is called It's Showtime. It is a Berliner with pineapple, peach, and honey. It's sitting at 6%, and it's a collab with Corporate Ladder Brewing. Sounds so, delicious. Yeah. Let's see how this Miami shit goes. It smells like just pineapple juice. Um, Pineapple's my favorite food, so I'm never going to, like, hate on something that tastes just like pineapple. But, I mean, I can see why the bros dig this. 
<laughs> I, this person's not going to listen to our podcast. I just got a DM from someone who I don't know. And it just said, I apologize for the randomness of this, but on a scale of one to get in my belly, how much do you enjoy barbecue? Like, how? <laughs> I don't know this person. That's a Facebook DM, too. It's a Facebook DM, which is even more random than my Instagram DMs, which are from all over the world and much more random. I'm going to assume this person lives in Buffalo. Uh, Yes, Buffalo-ish. Western New York. Hi. You don't have to keep this in, but yeah, I don't get it. I don't know what to say to that. I'm going to say one, because I hate barbecue. Uh... Sorry. You're like one of the only people that I know that hates barbecue. We're currently drinking a Weldworks Beach Party Starter, um, which this is a sour wheat ale with pineapple, coconut, milk sugar. And it is sitting at 4.3% ABV. But I mean, like people look at froth as like their buffalo... Buffalo's version of Weldworks, right? We're drinking Weldworks this right now. Weldworks or the answer are the two that yeah. I get. We're uh, drinking this right now. I've never had a beer at Froth that tasted like this beer. This is really good. Really, yeah, really good. It's still the best fruited beer I've ever had. But I mean, this is actually a lot like, of people compare Froth and the answer. This is this was canned on nine thirty. So, I mean, no, I mean, we're having a sour wheat that's roughly a month and a half year, a month and a half old. Mm -hmm. And this is awesome. Like, I can drink this every day if I want to. Right. I got a heartburn, so I can't. I mean, (laughs) I can't, I can't do that with a froth beer. You know, like, I mean, I want to. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not. I'm not here trying to shit on them, but like people, people want to, people want to hype it up. It's like, well, that's what I was going to say. Cause so the, the biggest like Buffalo complex that we have is it's always like, please like our stuff or our stuff's better or our stuff's just as good. We're Buffalo 716. Like we have a lot of that in this area. And I know you personally, Brian are always like, like chill the fuck out. Like calm down about and it doesn't matter what it is. If it's sports, if it's food, if it's beer, it's all you've always had to take that stance like calm down. Like, but, but, but people just here be, are so just sensitive. be normal about it. People here yeah. are so sensitive and they just want to be on the map with everything else because it's like, oh, Buffalo's a great city too. We have this. Like, yeah, we, we are a good city. We do have this, but like, it's, it's not exactly for yeah. everyone. Someone just made a goddamn fucking mural that says keep Buffalo a secret. Yeah. How are we supposed to keep Buffalo a secret when everybody wants to fucking tell everybody that Buffalo is fucking better than everybody else? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why are you fucking spending money on a fucking mural that doesn't make any sense on the fucking opinions that everybody in this fucking city has? I want to fucking punch people. Your negative attitude is really bringing me down. <laughs> Brian's really worked up about this. Brian's no, fucking I, um, fired. Fucking it's, all, it's all Jimmy World's fault. God damn it. 
Jimmy Eat World. No. This is where you insert a really like angsty song right here. Um, I mean, I mean, Buffalo born and raised, right? We're we're proud as shit, but like, there's a difference between being proud and shoving it down people's throats. There's a there's there's a line that sometimes cross. That's all. You can love your hometown, but experience like other places and other things, and be proud of other things. Just be proud of yourself. And I feel like Jimmy World is one of those bands that actually like <laughs> promotes that too, though. Don't put your fucking tongue in my mouth, dog. I'll do what I want, man. Okay, <laughs> you want to try some? Here. What's your take? Basic? Elite? Ooh, hand. Ooh, oh, he's, he's, all, he about he's all about it. He's all about it. He's on the hype. He's buying into the hype. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't about that pineapple, but he's all about this. He took a step back after the first step and reassessed the situation. I guess we should probably close this episode since uh, we're getting a little wild over here. Yeah, go listen to fucking Jimmy World. Go. Yeah. If is there one? So is there one Jimmy World song that you would tell people to listen to? Um. I would just say put I don't even think a song I would say just put the start of Bleed American self-titled yeah. on and just listen I personally like I like I love the song Bleed American on its own I mean anything from that album I mean everybody knows the middle everybody knows sweetness I think I um, think Praise Chorus might be my favorite song on the CD though also a great song I, I really like Bleed American they never released that as a single to my knowledge they did no, the first single. they did it was our first single off of Damn. it. Damn. Okay, never mind. I take that back. Um, it's highly underrated in comparison to some of the other That came out first, and then um, the middle came out and fucking blew okay, up. Okay, and blew up. Okay, that makes sense. So I'd say, yeah, that entire album. Brian? I think I'd go either... I think Futures would be a good continuation of any of that, too, because it was just, it's that weird, like, twangy, like, it just, it's bright, it's... Agreed. No, Futures is a great album. Yeah. It really is. But for me, though, like, if you're going for what you should listen to for Jimmy World, I'm probably going, like, from Just Watch the Fireworks... To blister on clarity, mm. like going like tracks nine to Throwback. eleven. Like I mean, blister, blister for me. Like I don't know, like that chorus to that song. It's just so fucking dirty, man. <laughs> We like it dirty here with I the hops. So. It just it just it just feels <laughs> right. I don't know, like. But that but that's why it's like a praise chorus too, though. Like a praise chorus, just like, like it, it's just so real, you know. Like that, that that's just that's just what comes into it. Like if you're singing along to it, like you feel it. 
It was just like plugging a Gibson into a Marshall amp yeah. and letting it go. These wrecking backers too. That's what I always remember about the fucking video for the middle. I'm like, that guitar is like fucking like three grand. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And then Jack Black's fucking standing around somewhere. But yeah. Go find us on uh Twitter and Facebook at What the Hops on Instagram or What the Hops Podcast. Go hit up bigheadsmedia.com or hoptutnetwork.com and uh, check out us check out our friends get fucking dirty go listen to, go listen to Jimmy Eat World yeah you know? if you want to get real dirty go listen to Maylene's and the Sons of Disaster yeah no we'll save that for another episode <laughs> just getting dirty <laughs> because wash your filth <laughs> yes hey Jimmy Eat World have been doing this shit for fucking 20 years They've obviously been doing something right. So if you weren't listening to them yet, you're just fucking robbing yourself of some good ass fucking music. On that note, what the fuck? (laughs) You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. Thank you. The show you just listened to is part of the Hopped Up Network. The Hopped Up Network is a growing family of craft beer podcasts in the United States and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts.